0: So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller.
1: You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Claire on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. If you're watching us on the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, appreciate you as always. Um, you can always head over to ticketfm.com as well. Nominate somebody you would like for, to receive a care basket courtesy of our good friends at Beatrice Bakery. Once again, just theticketfm.com. All right, it's time to play Nick Trivia. $15 to the Upside Bar and Lounge is on the line. We go to the phone lines. We have Brittany on the Honda Looking Hotline. Brittany, how's your day going?
2: Going good. How about
1: yourself? Not too bad. Can't complain. Do you, uh, so the question is, who's leading the NBA in points per game? Do you have the answer, Brittany?
0: Uh, Joel
1: Embiid. It sure is. Ding, ding. Nice work, Brittany. Stay on the line. Somebody will get your information. Congratulations.
2: Sounds perfect. Thank you.
1: All right. Yep. Joel Embiid. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, we'll have Nathan go ahead and run and grab her information there. Okay, so we're going to do something a little little different today. Maybe it's it's just going to kind of be for today. Here in a couple minutes, we'll bring in Bach. Nathan will be here, obviously. Um, we'll, we're going to talk big picture Nebraska basketball. So, 402-464-5685. I, I wanted to get to this in the first segment, but me and Nathan um, unexpectedly got off on alcohol talk. And that's okay. Like, it's all good. Um, but that's just part of it. But I'm curious where we're standing at big picture because it feels like this week – has really been the week that names have started swirling a little bit more than normal um, to in, in terms of what the, the next coach is going to possibly be at Nebraska, whether that's Fred Hoiberg or whether that's somebody else. Uh, so it, it's going to be really interesting to see the way that Nebraska basketball turns. So I kind of want to give both sides of the coin, right? Because you guys know how I like to operate. I- I'm not going to call for somebody's job. I'm not about that. But I am also going to look at the facts and say, all right, this is what happens if they decide to move on from Fred Hoiberg after a couple years or if they decide to keep him. And And we'll we'll go on with that as as we go along. All right, so we bring in Jake Bokovic. Bach, Bock, what's up, man? Oh, not too much. How are you doing today? Not too shabby. All right, so. Ready to talk Husker hoops. Oh, I'm ready to talk Husker hoops. So I I appreciate first you letting us kind of dip into the water cooler a little bit. Oh, absolutely. You're always welcome on the water cooler. You know that. Absolutely. So did you like that little dip? Like dip on the water? Okay, anyway. That's
2: kind of gross, actually. I think water cooler you (laughs) should drink out of. Yeah, you should drink out. (laughs) Nice work.
1: All right, so 402-464-5685. I want to sit tight here and uh, wait until Nathan gets back in. But does tomorrow give nebraska their best option or opportunity to win a game
2: i think so i mean it's the other you know the, the team closest to you in the standings there at the bottom it's a yeah. home game uh against the minnesota team that's actually done i mean th- they're not they're not great but they've done i mean they were in a, quite a dire situation to begin with kind of the roster turnover thing that happened with coach hoiberg in his first year so i mean they're kind of trying to make what, what they can and uh so yeah i mean absolutely best chance to win for nebraska
1: Okay, so now that Nathan's back in here, appreciate you uh, getting that information. Yes, for us. sir. Okay, so I want to talk big picture here. So we're we're gonna look at both sides, and and feel free to call in Honda Looking Hotline the 402-464-5685. four six four five six eight five. I'm curious. So let's start first. If they they keep Fred Hoiberg, all right? What's that mean for Nebraska basketball? And feel free to interrupt me, guys. You you know the drill. Um, so you keep a coach and you bring him back that is 5 and 46 in the Big 10 currently. Could be worse. Uh, maybe better if they they squeak out a couple wins here. You don't have to worry as much about the recruiting class falling apart. However, you may still have to worry about that because current guys would be leaving and people from the recruiting class can always get out of their letter of intent, their LOI because of how poor the season went. So that's you know so-and-so, you wonder about how much excitement surrounds the program. And this is kind of something I was leaning towards yesterday with Trev Alberts. He's got so much to think about because not only the the -the on-the-court product that he has to worry about, but kind of like Jacob said, you're not happy when tickets are selling for $2 on the secondary market. You're not happy when uh, fans are losing interest in the middle of the season. And he's admitted that he sees fans losing interest because the on-the-court play is, is not good. And fans left with 10 minutes left in the second half against a 500 Northwestern team, and for the wrong reason. It wasn't because you were up by 40. It was because, for a while there, you could have lost by 40, right? And so that's where that, that kind of gets interesting there. Um, curiosity arises, once again, like I said, on the attendance numbers for next year, within the fan base, within the athletic department, who how much excitement's around the program. But on the plus side is you save $18.5 million. That's a lot of money. That is. That's a big plus side. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It is. So then we go to the other side. If you fire Fred Hoiberg. And this is where it really gets interesting because I was doing some research on some first-year head coaches. Excuse me. uh, Like Iowa State, T.J. Otzelberger is the first one that always comes to my mind. They were 2-22 last year. We'll get to that here in a second. So if you fire Fred Hoiberg, you have to start from the bottom up. But there's a chance that even if you keep him, you still start from the bottom up because, like I said, you have to worry about attrition. Jacob Padilla talked about guys leaving, having a lot of decisions to whether or not to come back or to uh, go on with with their own the rest of their career. Um, and, and recruiting classes, future recruiting classes, what's it looking like, right? So, one thing you can argue with that though is how quick turnarounds are possible. Let me give you guys a couple, and I want your guys' thoughts on these. <clears throat> Excuse me, Iowa State was two and twenty-two last year, zero and eighteen in the Big Twelve. They hire TJ Otzelberger from UNLV. This year they are 13 or excuse me, they are 16 and 6 this year and a top twenty-five program. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know what's going on there. Okay, Texas Tech. They're obviously in a much better position than Nebraska. They lose Chris Beard to Texas, an in-state school. They hire their assistant coach, Mark Adams, who, like I said, assistant at Texas Tech, he gets his first head coaching job in the power five. They are 18 and 5. Mark Adams is getting paid $1.9 million. Now, granted, with that being said, Texas Tech, much better place when Mark Adams took over. But still, it's still that idea of a first-year head coach. Marquette, they steal Shaka Smart, who, don't forget, could have been available for Nebraska to steal when Bill Moose was looking for a head coach. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Back then, Marquette, Marquette's below 500 last year. This year, they are a number 18 in the country and 16-6 and overall. So quick turnarounds are possible. But with that being said, it didn't happen in Nebraska. So I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on that. Uh, Well, for one, you're also talking about programs Texas Tech, who was in the national championship, what, three years ago? You're absolutely right. And Marquette, who has been known over the past two, three decades as a basketball powerhouse for the most part. Nebraska's never won a tournament game. You're right. I mean, we have to be realistic here, right? I mean, I, I, yes, I understand that these quick turnarounds are, are quick. But again, if you move on from Fred Hoiberg and me and Bach were talking about this mm-hmm. yesterday, you ha- if you're paying $18.5 million, the assumption is that your next coach, you're not going to be paying that much money. So it's probably going to be a group of five guy, or it might be, in that case, someone who's never had head coaching experience. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, does that propel your program any further than what you have now? I say no. How how can I say you no. how can you like genuine question because I don't know the answer. Is there any way that you can go right now that doesn't propel your program?
2: i mean because it does it depends on the right guy like from the outside you're right it doesn't necessarily if you get an assistant coach off the bench somewhere uh or you know a lower level coach it doesn't but what it does do is inject hope into a fan base that is Mm -hmm. that is right now i mean it's 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 reached about as toxic as it can get now that fans are are reaching out to coach and not having any respect for him and
1: (laughs) that was bad
2: right i mean it's it that's it that's and that's not good um that doesn't reflect well on Nebraska's fan base. That doesn't reflect well on this job. But I, I think that's part of what this this whole thing, the old idea is. Though, if 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 fails disaster, at least disastrously at Nebraska, how many coaches go, oh, he can't do it? I can do it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I mean, and every coach is going to have his his uh, his confidence and ego, and absolutely you should. But I just think it's a very tough sell at that point. If mm-hmm. if, if it goes that poorly. Hoiberg and he's been and it's not recruiting it's not you know it, it yeah. isn't necessarily um, the recruiting numbers um, you just kind of wonder what other guys you know how how desirable will Nebraska be because you're asking uh, it to, to to completely rebuild a team and, and take it from under from the bottom of the Big Ten a frustrated fan base mm-hmm. that just had their hopes.